I am ready. I am and, ready. And, I'm ready. And on that note, I want to welcome everybody to the Monday night special of the world according to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. Tonight's episode is going to be Do You Feel Safe? And uh, we, we specifically are doing this episode because Ben and Judah don't haven't been feeling safe uh, in definitely certain that, areas. That's for sure. And I want to remind everybody, benstein.substack.com. Go to Rumble, subscribe to our channel. And I, I got to say this, from the bottom of our hearts, uh, we, you know, we broke into the top 100 on, again, on, on, app, on all, all Apple podcasts nice. and news and commentary. And uh, we could, with, you know, people always say to me, get bigger names or get bigger guests. Wait or, a minute. <laughs> that big. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, they try to convince me of things, but, but Ben and I like comfort. And we love the people that we've we've put together on this panel. And there is nobody bigger or better than Gary Collins from the Simple Life How could you get bigger than me? That's a, and that's what I say to people. I say to him, I say to people, who would be a better guest? Who would be a better guest than Rob Kendall or Ben Boychick or Ken LaCorda or the other people that we have on? And I'm so glad that Ben is slow and steady and likes or Miles like, Wakeham. Very good. Or Miles Wakeham, exactly right. And and, and or Remzo and likes Rem, the, we and, love Remzo. And, and, and loves continuity. And continuity is important. I just want to thank everybody from the bottom of our hearts. And joining us tonight, a regular contributor, of course, to the Ben Stein show, uh, Gary Collins from the SimpleLifeNow.com. Gary, thank you. welcome. Thank and you. the first thing I did today, I texted Gary when I saw that, and I said, thank you for all your help and all your support. It means the world to us. It sure does. It sure does. I'm just glad to be here. Well, you're we're very glad to have you here. You're just a lonely pilgrim. Uh, and, of course, the no, show... No, no, no. He's a lonely teenager. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> no, <laughs> that is a... Oh, for God's sake, that's a Ricky Nelson song. No, Lonely Pilgrims from a Bruce Springsteen song. No, I said a lonely teenager. But I started it with Lonely Pilgrim. Okay, I don't know that song. Uh, Ricky Nelson, no, it's a name I haven't heard in a long time. What, Ricky Nelson? Yeah. I love him. I, I, I think the only people that are talking about him are his... Uh, My mom his, loved him, too. Are his kids, too. the Nelsons. His mother, right? Harriet, okay. Rick Harriet, Ozzy. David yeah. and his grand, his kids were really successful for a minute. They had a huge number one song called Nelson, right? That's the same one, Gary, right? I did not know that. that and, they were uh, called the Nelsons, but I can't remember. I'm almost I know positive the song they are. Ringing in my head. Yeah. Anywho, well, Ozzy, and uh, Ozzy and Harriet was an incredibly great show in the okay. 50s. And my sister, God bless her soul, uh, and I watched it. And thought, wow, this is the way American family life is supposed to be. A safer time in America. But on that note, if you and of course, the show wouldn't be complete without America's humble servant, actor, writer, provocateur, saint, center, lover, grandfather, mathematician, statistician, economist, husband, son, but most importantly, Dr. Benjamin Jeremy Stein. The surgeries I've been doing lately have been classified by the CIA. They are, and cannot discuss them except to say we have found that spark in Putin's eyes that says the man has a soul. Uh, <laughs> I, I love that, that game from Bush. But uh, getting back to it, I want to get right off the... Okay, so this is how this started. Ben called me up the other night. I think it was... I'm, I think it was not last night, so the night before. And it was or, last night. Or it was yesterday, and he said, did you hear the troubadour? was robbed at gunpoint. 
Now, for people that are not familiar with the Troubadour, it's one of the oldest and most classic venues in Los Angeles for rock music, for all, for, for all forms of music, and it's just one of those classic places. Now... Wait, something else about it that's interesting. They're, they're, first of all, you couldn't find a story anywhere, and as Ben, as I've said to Ben, and he gratefully attributes to me, if you don't hear about the story or know immediately who the perpetrators were, well, we'll let you assume who and what they, what they might be. But that's not the kicker to this story, America. If anybody is familiar with the Troubadour, where it is, Gary, I'm not kidding. It's three blocks away from the sheriff's station. Okay. And it's three and, blocks away from L.A. County Sheriff. And, and it's seven blocks away. No, I've been. I know I've been by there. I'm trying. I was trying to remember where the heck it was. That and, makes and, sense. It's and it's on. Place. And it's seven blocks away from the Beverly Hills Police Department. And it's, it not, and it's, and it's, a, it's, a, it's almost exactly eight blocks away from wifey and my house. Yeah. And uh, Ben, I, I, you know, if Trump, whoever, if he, really the Republican message, I'm really starting to think should be make America safe again. Or make just make, make America safe. I mean, I, I keep thinking to myself now, where did all this violence come from? It came from an incredibly simple concept which the Democrats have hammered home, which is there's not going to be any punishment. There's no, there can be crime, but there's not going to be any punishment. And uh, you African-American people who are bored and restless, you Hispanic people who are bored and restless, you white people who are bored and restless, uh, go out and rob a store. Nothing bad is going to happen to you and you'll wind up with some pretty nice loot from uh, stores that you could not normally afford. And uh, you're going to be happy campers. And, and if we catch you, we'll let you out. Yeah, that's completely right. And Gary, this, you know, I mean, talk about brazen. <laughs> I mean, to rob a joint in between two. Well, to rob, well, not only did they rob it, they robbed it. I don't know if, if Judah happened to see the weapon that the uh, robbers used. It's a very, very powerful 7.62 millimeter assault rifle, the HK417, a really scary weapon. They cost $3,500 roughly, and, and that's when you can get them. And it's pretty damn hard to get them. Uh, so we're dealing with uh, really hardcore criminals here. We're not dealing with people who are just casual, uh, fun-loving uh, teens. No, you're, you're completely right, Gary, uh, Ben. And Gary, uh, a friend of mine, I'll let you get to this, but a friend of mine was sharing with me that his, a friend of his was at a wedding in Chicago and, the, and they valeted the car and somebody got in the car and just drove off. And I'm talking about a really nice suburb of Chicago. They just got into the car. I don't doubt and, it. And Wait yeah. a minute, don't you lock the door here. This dog is scary. I'm not kidding. Go lock the door, please. So, 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 it's, so Gary, I'm not kidding about this. Ben has quite a few doors to his house. And I'm not, we're not going to get the address. But he's you're been not locking. Kidding. You're not kidding. He's, not he's, he's been answer. locking all the doors. It used to be all open. It used to be where, where, it, and, and, and my God, Gary, so much has changed so quickly. I know. It's, it's frightening. I, for, for a year, a couple of years now, I've been noticing a very large change in the complexion, so to speak, of the people shopping on Rodeo Drive, which is a very, very expensive shopping street. And now uh, people with that complexion apparently are robbing 
these incredibly expensive stores. It's funny, I was at one of these incredibly expensive stores today looking for a gift for my wifey. And uh, I said to the people behind the counter, well, now for a change, they're robbing you instead of you robbing us. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, that's so, quite uh, funny. That's actually very funny. But Gary, go for it. Well, you guys haven't heard the news though, right? Now white supremacists have jumped in to the game. And they're starting oh. to rob store, but the only catch is they're all black. But other than that, they're <laughs> so the Democrats have spun that's this very, appropriately. That's very, very, very good. That's very, very good. That's very, very good. Did you make that that's up? That's really good. That's I did. Really I, good. I just thought of it. Yeah, because the thing is, for me, you know, uh, being attacked and and being told that I'm a racist just for existing and breathing. And you just look at the crime sprees, where they're at, who's involved, who the mayors are, who the governors are, and you just laugh. You go, you got to be kidding me, right? And it, it's it's like Black Lives Matter. It's they, they had over 500 riots with Antifa and Black Lives Matter, billions of dollars of property damage. Dozens of people died. And we're worried about white supremacists. Uh, I'm curious, has anyone seen any white supremacist crimes? And, 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 and if I may add, if I may add, uh, the great the, the 99% of the African-Americans killed in gun violence in this country are killed by other African-Americans. Absolutely. They're not killed by white people. I mean, you really have to look long and hard to find any black people killed by white people. This is sad. It's sad when anyone is killed violently or in any way. But the idea that this country has a way of saying that's that's the police. I guess I guess it should I should have. uh, That's a a friend of mine who's a doctor, a real doctor, Dr. Pepper. (laughs) Well, you'll like this stat uh, stat I heard today. This will amaze you. This is uh, this first time I'd ever heard this stat that if you're a, uh, a white police officer, it may have been a police officer in general, that you have a 400% more likely chance to be killed by a black person than a white cop killing an unarmed black person. Oh, 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 oh wait, 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 I don't think that even comes close to the real numbers. No, no, there are almost no white cops killed by white people. There are almost no black cops killed by white people. White people do not use guns to murder in general in movies yes but in real life no and well, white I'll, people learn that white people also do not rape uh as much as some other people do uh, why that is I percentage wise percentage wise let's because this is where people uh, will get percent, you no, this, I don't care. Not, no, no 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 i know i'm just saying i'm the just number of rapes committed by white men it's too many any is too many right. no we shouldn't have any rapes but uh, in general, this is not a phenomenon of Caucasians. Well, and what you're seeing now, it's become so brazen. I think it started off as, you know, your low-level looters, your Black Lives Matter, your Antifa, your hood rats, your gang gangbangers. Now what I'm seeing is it's becoming more organized. You're starting to see the true hardcore criminals come out of the woodworks because they're all... We don't even have to plan anymore. We don't no. even have to scope no, the place no, no, out. No, right. We don't. We just go there and we take everything. And this nine hundred and fifty dollar uh, limit is complete BS because they're not. They're not prosecuting anyone. Right. Period. Right. 
Right, right. And by the way, the biggest, just so you know, the biggest, the biggest disparity, just so you know, statistically speaking, is between um, murder and robbery. That is truly is the biggest disparity uh, in the in the in the grand total of percent percentage wise. Sorry. What is it between black and white crime? Uh, as far as percentage of how many blacks are in America and how many whites are in America, those two are the biggest uh, disparity. And again, here's the thing. The, the left loves to use numbers, Ben. They love to use science. They love to use math. They, they love, Lord knows they love to count ballots. But when we look at actual statistics and we look at actual things, we're called a racist. And all people have to do is Google these same numbers that I'm looking at. I was texting somebody yesterday and I said to them, 60,000 people between the ages of zero and 60,000. This is zero and 17. 60,000 people have died in the the past year or two, right? Of that in that age demographic. Uh, And by violence, I don't think so. No, no, just in no, no, in a whole slew of ways. I'm not saying in any which way. 614 have died from COVID. My point being is. You really wow. pe- people don't look at wow. it, it, they they look at the numbers that they want to look at. They don't want to look at the numbers that are right in front of our faces. You brought up countless times, you know, the reading and writing and proficiency level in certain communities. Numbers sometimes truly Ben Stein do not lie. You being a mathematician and a statistician. Well, the the, the sad fact is the numbers tell a very sad tale about America's African American community. And uh, this has now become a problem for everyone for a very long time. It was a problem mostly for the blacks. But now uh, the blacks have figured out that thanks to the uh, example of Joe Biden and the Democrat Congress and Democrat judges, uh, Democrat governors, Democrat district attorneys, uh, this problem is spreading to everyone. I mean, if you are not safe, in a, in a neighborhood where the houses cost a start at around 12 million, 10 to 12 million. Where are you going to be safe? I, Gary, I, I know that's a huge problem, Gary Collins. Trailer, trailer park, <laughs> white trash trailer park. Um, <laughs> you know, because everyone's got a gun um, and a hunting rifle at the very least. But, you know, I agree. That's the thing is if you live in one of these cities, you've got to be walking on eggshells. I mean, okay. this level, think of it. You're triple masked. Yeah, you got to have a, a card to get into any store, eat. Uh, you, if you get in there, there's a chance you get robbed. So it's, it, I mean, I can't imagine living. Okay, in- I just want to, so, so when I dropped, when I, we were in Malibu together last night. And uh, when I got home from Ben's house, I drove, I wanted to pick up like a snack at a 7-Eleven, you know, one of those really Although unhealthy. Ben- Offered me, a, ben offered me a pizza. No, I, I wanted it. I, I was in the mood for a sweet. Okay. I wanted a sweet Ben Stein. And I went to 7-Eleven and there are these two people. I have no idea what color race, but I, I live in a really nice building. Thank God. And it's, it's security, but outside it literally looks like 10 city. There's, there's, and there's these two people going at it. Just, just screaming at each other, looking like they're in each other's face, looking like they're going to fight. The people in 7-Eleven are so accustomed and used to this stuff. And I'm like sitting there, do I get the suite and maybe get killed or get in between these people? Oh, or, God. Why would you get in between there? No, crazy? no, no, no. I don't mean in the sense I'm saying if I get out of my car, they were that close to me that I'm in between. And I decided I was in the mood for 
a piece of cake. I was going to be craving that cake, and I went out. And the whole time, Ben, I'm in the store. I'm thinking, why did I do this? I'm a, I'm a total jackass that I That's chose right. that part. Right. That I told that I chose a sweet over my over my life. Well, you know that rule: sugar's like heroin. Yeah. But Ben, these are the drugs. decisions. You couldn't escape people, it. You couldn't escape it. But Ben, these are the decisions Americans are having to make because there are no police officers around. And, and because the police have been castrated by the media, the judges, the district attorneys, the left-wing movement in this country that controls way too much of the society. It is a really scary thing. And here's the thing, Gary, so, so, so make America safe, make America safe again, however you want to say it. They have to be willing to, to be called whatever names they're going to be called, the Republicans, because at the end of the day, the suburban moms who were, who were hoodwinked and lied to by big tech and the media uh, and into believing that, uh, that, that whatever you want to call Biden was going to bring stability and safety to our country. It is, I mean, it, it, it's, it's it, they must be sitting at home right now saying to themselves, what the fuck did we do? Gary? Well, you know, it's, oh, I'm sorry, Gary, you're asking Gary, sorry. Well, I, I don't think they know what they've done, to be honest with you. I think they live in such an idiot vacuum. They have no no idea how the common person lives or people have to deal with in the city. Because here's something, as a former law enforcement officer, I know what's going on. This is what no one's talking about. So the border's open. We know that these major cities, you can go in and commit crimes without any repercussions. Well, guess what these drug cartels and gangbangers are doing in Mexico? Well, and from Central and South America, they're crawling up because they know they can get through the border. And guess what? No one's going to stop them on the way back. They can go back, no problem either. So they're going to cut through. And these are what you're going to see as the crimes start to elevate as these cartels yeah. start to roll into the U.S. to commit. They're like, why sell drugs? You're There's a risk to that. We're going to start knocking places off ben, and kill people. No one's going to do anything to us. Ben, the point Gary is bringing up is brilliant. Very because, good point. Because very, very it, good point. it's taking the the broken glass theory, or it's broken shattered glass theory, to you a whole broken window, broken window theory to a whole other level. Right? It used to be get the get the squeegee people off the street, and you, and you crime goes in a sense. But crime has gotten so bad in our country that these people are going to come. It, 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 you can't no longer get rid of the, the squeegee people, Ben, mean nothing at this point. They're, they're, no, 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 no. Well, we the squeegee a, people are afraid they're going to get robbed. That's that's I mean. that's exactly people right. are really scared. And, and I, I would say, I, really, I, I talk to people who are devoted left-wingers. I have a very, very, very close friend who is a giant ultra-billionaire left-winger. He just says, I'm not, they don't pay, and he lives just a few blocks from me in Beverly Hills, and, and not as nice a house as I have, even though he's a billion times richer. Uh, anyway, he, he, a very, very wonderful guy, he's been my friend for a long, long time. He says, I'm just not going to pay attention to the crime. Just not going to pay attention to it. So there, <laughs> there you are. Until he gets right. hit until he gets right. burglarized until he gets killed until 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 a family member of his it, it, he told me his wife walks the dog their dog in their neighborhood every evening and she doesn't feel any danger and i said to myself i hope and pray my dear friend that she never does and on that note if you just tuned in you are listening to the special 
or Ben Stein on oh, a Monday the, night? The question is, why is it? Why is it that the propensity to commit violent crime is so wildly higher among African-Americans than among other ethnic groups? Why is that? And No, uh, no father figure. No father figure. Uh, no, 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 no discipline in the home, no discipline in the schools, uh, nothing to aspire to. Uh, and uh, so they find their uh, their balls, so to speak, by belonging to a gang or by committing crimes. And it's a, it's really heartbreaking. But unfortunately, it's heartbreaking for those of us who are law abiding citizens. too. Because, yes, it's heartbreaking for the African-Americans, but it's also Heartbreaking for those of us who are not violent criminals. And it's heartbreaking for the people in those communities that want to be safe. And that's the you most bet, you bet. and that's the most there, that's the most see, there's there's a statistic. <clears throat> of all the black people in this country, way less than half have committed violent crimes. So it's not as if every black person is a violent criminal. That's not even remotely close to true. Those who are who are safe, secure. Uh, law-abiding citizens, they're the ones who are suffering the most. Yeah, and Ga- you, you, Gary, and they're the ones are that are going to have to be the one that really have to start raising their voices. It's going to have to they're be... They're going to have to raise the gun. It's going to have to be the honest alderman. I mean, I can't... It, honest it, it, alderman? Are you kidding? I'm, was, I know it's an oxymoron. I mean, a lot of people don't even know what an alderman is. But in you know it's 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 a, or honest community organizers, Gary. But oh, it, it, them too. That's good. Yeah. Let but, me know when you find them. But too. this is really where it, it, it it's got to start from. It's got to start from your own. It's got to start from your own neighborhoods. There's only so much we could do. I mean, what are we gonna? You know, I've, and I've jokingly said this in a sort of serious way. We know when crime happens in Chicago and in, in these inner cities. Why not like just have monstrous lights? <laughs> over these cities for a 72-hour window over the weekend. Just make it like it's like daylight. I don't, think, it, I don't think it would stop it because the police will just say to themselves, well, now we're going to make them easy to identify us, sue us, fire us, take away our pension. I mean, if you're a policeman, you've got to pay bills. You've got to send your kids to school. You've got to pay the pay for your life insurance. You, I mean, you've got a lot of bills to pay. Why should you throw them away, throw away your career and your income? to uh, intervene in crimes when all, all you're going to get from is being called a racist. Why, why should you do your job when you, you get paid so much better for not doing your job? And and it's not, but I believe the police actually want to do their job. I believe I think most, they want to, too, I, yeah, but I believe, they have powerful incentives yeah. for them not to do it. Well, it's more than that, Gary. I mean, it's like if you're to apprehend a suspect, everybody's filming it. You got your police body cam on. It, before we know it, there's a 30-second clip of that officer with no nuance to the situation. Right. And all TV. of a sudden, that cop is on Twitter. That cop is all over. You got Al Sharpton and every single other uh, humanitarian to the black community standing outside screaming about racism. And and it's just, if you're a police officer, Gary, why? Well, not only that, but then they leak the officer's address, home address out. They do that in almost every situation and they take a clip. There's been numerous times where they've taken a clip of the officer shooting the suspect and saying unarmed, but they cut it around where the suspect has just dropped the gun or the guns behind their back and they stop it. It's ridiculous. And I, I think, 
those people who and and the news organizations who actually publish that should 100% be sued and 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 taken Very down I, and, yeah, and I think I know but I think it should come to a point that if you're a news organization and you get sued and is ruled against you three times, your organization is defunct and done. You're gone. Well, what, what, I, I think that I, would I, fix I, the problem. May, may I respectfully say, we already know the BLM is a complete fraud. We yeah. already know that. That's already incredibly well known. And yet the overwhelming majority of their funding comes from gifts from white people. It wouldn't matter, even if the overwhelming majority of their funding came from gifts from black people. It's still a fraud. It's just a big fraud. As far as I can say, maybe I'm wrong. I don't think I am. But what are we going to do about it? I mean, what are we going to do about it? We have well, guns. We, we have some houses way, way, way far out in the suburbs. Uh, we have, uh, they keep telling us people live in Beverly Hills that we have the best patrolled areas in the world. I don't believe it. I don't see many people patrolling around here. And uh, I just wonder, uh, where are our patrols? I got to be honest with you, and, and everybody knows I'm the, one of the, the biggest Trump sycophants out there. But I've, I've often said that it was a huge mistake of his not to put the National Guard in, in the inner cities. And I got to tell you, he would have faced blowback, but he would have had a lot of support a lot of a lot of people would have been supporting him saying how dare you you racist thank god you've done that and i really think donald trump if he does decide to run again that should be a big thing is basically saying to these police departments do you know what the cop said that head cop that got fired because he caught got caught that with the jussie smollett thing he said and I, i kid you not ben he said all he had to do if he would have just apologized we wouldn't have really brought charges. So if he wouldn't have brought, char- if he would have just apologized for uh, a race hoax, for ter- you know further tearing apart our country, getting on every, uh, slandering a, a whole slew of Trump supporters, all he had to do was apologize and it would be okay. That's like, oh, what about for the people on January 6th? Could they just apologize and get off the hook? Yeah. You know, they didn't do anything wrong. No, I'm, I'm kidding. That's I mean, they, they, the incredible thing, as I, and I think I, you and I have discussed this, Judah, and you and, and Jen, Gary, too. I, I, I was listening, I think I told this, to our local CBS uh, 1070 news radio, yeah. and they described January 6th as a deadly insurrection. It was only deadly because a police woman or man, man. shot a man. totally innocent person climbing through an open window that was the only deadliness of it. And it was in no sense an insurrection any more than a person walking through a museum is is going to steal the art. And, and here's another thing, Gary. Can you imagine? I mean, and I don't want to say, I hate using the can you imagine, but in this case, it really does apply. It was a black officer that shot a white woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, With for, a checker passed in law enforcement. Right. That, can that you am- the guy who left his gun in the crapper. Yeah, can you- And lied am- about it. Can you imagine- if in any of these places like Portland, Portland, or where where they were where they were breaking into federal and state buildings, mm-hmm. if the if this would have been if the, if this would have been reversed, this cop would have obviously probably gone to jail. This cop would have it, 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 we would never have heard the end of it. 
This guy, nothing. Absolutely nothing. No, no. And, and why we, is that? Why, why is there? There's, I guess, in the District of Columbia, there is no, not one single honest district attorney who would pursue it. Ben, there's not one. There's, I, 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 I hate to say this. There's many, there aren't many honest district attorneys in the United States of America at this point. And uh, Gary, it's you. I mean, just so people understand this, Gary served our country for over twenty years. He's not. He's just a, not some numb nuts that we have on this show, uh, because he's a fan of Rush. Uh, he 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 did serve secret service details for a lot of big government officials. U.S. This State is a, Department. U.S. State, U.S. State Department. Okay, that's a that's a big thing, and you've served your country, and you're an honorable and good man. I've been and, in areas where the National Guard was deployed, and let me tell you, it's it's scary, uh, even in law enforcement, because it is full blown riot. I mean, it is on at that point. And uh, Jesse Smollett, what people ignore about that is they're forgetting the time frame that he did that in a, a very volatile time of America, and he could have lit this place on fire. He was real close to that, and this guy needs to go away for a long time. Well, you know, if I may say he this. Because uh, he could have really caused some damage. If, if he I wouldn't have gotten called out right away and got lucky because it was so over the top, he could have started a race war. He was that if close. I, if I may say so. Just one look at his face tells you he's a liar. That's and what everybody did. knew. Every, I mean, everyone literally, knew. it was. Every, the everyone knew he was lying. It was. The, it was. It was like everybody knew he was absolutely lying. And I love how they said that. I love the jurors that they said the proof to them was. I'm not kidding. One of the things they said was the proof that the subway sandwich was fully intact. And I'm like, and I'm like that. That was what uh, God, please, never let me get that jury. If if that was if it was the subway sandwich, Ben Stein. But and we're talking about serious stuff. And if you just tuned in, you are listening to the special edition of the World According to Ben Stein. And, and we're and we're asking, do you feel safe? And 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 I got to say, Ben, this isn't just the do you feel safe as far as crime. I don't think a lot of Americans are feeling safe right now financially. I don't. I don't think. No, Ben. They I have don't a lot. Ben. They have that. Ben. They have quite a few studies where people are. are, are where most. It's over. At least fifty-five percent of Americans are terrified of inflation right now. They're terrified of. Uh, of terrified of, or worried. Ben, if you. Seriously, I, I don't. I don't think people. We're not yet at the stage where people are terrified. People are worried, and I have to say, I was shopping today for a gift for my big wifey, and I was staggered at the inflation I've seen at a store that I'm familiar with. Staggered. And that's my point of what Republicans truly need to run on is do you feel safe? Because safety is not just obviously a big thing is, you know, your bodily harm, but it's financial harm. It's future harm. It's your grandkids harm. It's your kids harm in the future. Uh, I, I, I with, with the greatest respect. You know what that means. It means. Yeah, it means you're bullshit. Yeah. It means that the uh, the uh, the uh, what, what the inflation is a nasty problem and I hate it. Uh, but uh, compared with feeling unsafe, opening your door in a in Beverly Hills, the financial problem is a small problem. Uh, yes, you 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 are right. But what I'm saying is, you could put all these things together. It's not a good feeling to w- wake up in the morning and not feel safe. And we've spoken about this. 
on many levels, financial levels, then you walk I, out of your, totally then you walk out totally of your door and you're going to get cold cocked in I, your head, not feel I totally, safe. I it, totally agree, but the, the physical danger, yes. at least to me, is by far the worst. The fact that we are now, we have now begun an uprising. I mean, the, the, the leftists talk about an insurrection January 6th on Capitol Hill. That was not an insurrection. That was just tourists. But we are seeing an insurrection in terms of criminals robbing stores and robbing individuals. And that's a really horrible thing. And, and it's, it's so fascinating to me that we have this well-to-do black man in Truesdale, a very, very fancy part of Beverly Hills, and his wife was murdered, just murdered, shot dead by robbers, a robber who is an African-American human being. And uh, nobody even bothers mentioning it anymore. It was, it was news for about an hour, and that's it. Can you imagine, though, if that guy had been white, if the guy if if the guy had been white, obviously that would, would be, would, that, would be that, over, that would, out of control. And Gary, this goes to Gary's point, with which is the media being culpable in gaslighting a country, and 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 they've been doing this for quite a while. And this re, this regime just is absolutely so deafening. It, 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 it's so. Mind-boggling. Silence is deafening. The, the silence is deafening. And um, Gary, I, I mean, yeah. So I don't want to do a long show tonight because uh, we're going to be back tomorrow night. And I have to make dinner for the goddess. And, and, and Ben's got to make. Saints. And, 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 but Gary, dinner nobody. For the saint. The saint. For the saintess. And 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 uh, and Gary, this is final thoughts. You're living in Arizona. You live. Uh, do. You, Obviously, it's going to get to your part, too, essentially. And I know you're locked and loaded and you, you, you could defend yourself, but it still is a scary thought. You live in sort of the out the outskirts of town. Yeah. And and um, wait a minute, isn't that a Bruce Springsteen song? I, I'm sure it if is. you it I'm sure if you say is. outskirts of town, it could be any folk person sort no, of no, rock musician. It's, it's, it's just Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. Anyways, Gary, do you I mean, how do you feel about this? Do you feel safe? Yeah, I, I mean, it's a difficult one because I, I pick places to live where I feel safe, to be honest with you. Um, things can change quickly, and for a lot of people, it has. Um, where I live, uh, people out here don't put up with that shit. I'll just leave it at that. No one's. It's pretty much the whole town's on the same page. I'll just say that, that no one's going to put up with that. Um, have we seen a little bit of an influx of stuff from the border? Eh, a little bit but it's mainly in the cities. I mean, you're talking Yuma, you know, of course Yuma, uh, you know, Phoenix is gonna get hit, some parts of Tucson, but I don't live there. So, you know what I mean? It, it, it's all relative to where you live. And I've always told people, that's why the most valuable thing you can do in this country is vote with your feet. You know, you can, if you, you live a life of freedom, you live within your means, uh, you follow the three-legged stool that I teach. You can pick up your shit and move anywhere. And you find that oh. on the simplelifedown.com and Gary's brilliant and amazing podcast. And uh, I forgot what I was going to say to Ben. Uh, I want to thank is, you. Ben is, tells you, it was the greatest possible respect by a gun. But here's my, that was what I was going to say to you, Ben. And I just we within one minute just say this: people, even that own guns, are going to be scared to use guns because. A better, yeah, that, it's, it's, you're it's, right. I agree. I agree. If someone comes into my house in the middle of the night who hasn't been invited, I will be scared, but I'll use it. Right, right. And I'm saying a lot of people are so scared of the repercussions. Look at that couple 
that went outside their house with the guns in that gated community as the gates were being broken down and they were being prosecuted. And I, better to be prosecuted and alive than dead. And, well, you uh, know, shovels and hacksaws are cheap, so they come with a gun. Okay. And on that note, I want to thank everybody that's been listening to the Monday night special of the Do You Feel Safe on the World <laughs> According to Ben Stein. When I thought this title without Ben is we pulled up in Malibu and he was picking up a pizza and he made sure the doors were locked as I was sitting in the car waiting for him. And very you kind of You asked me to lock the doors. Uh, no, no, no. That's revisionist history. Um, I, 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 what is that word you use? I, I humbly. Well, okay, if you want to say I, I humbly disagree. But it's either like, way, I think the neighborhood where I am in Malibu, yes, okay. I believe is safe. I hope okay. so. Who knows? Benstein.substack.com. Go to Rumble, download the chat, or get the channel. And of course, give us that five star review. It means the world to us. Ben Stein, please take us out. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain, for purple mountains' majesties above the fruit and plain. America, America, God shed his grace on thee and crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. God bless you all. We will see you tomorrow night. Gary will be here too. Thank you. God bless you all. God bless America. <laughs>